Gabriel Kidd will not be at Terminus 2 due to injury. Robbie X returns to in-ring action for RevPro UK at No Escape 2022. The United Empire have been announced for unfinished business on the 1st of May. Karen Awar and Ilya Dragunov are set to face off at Progress, the 10th anniversary show. Emerson Jane and Jetta will settle the score for the Pro Wrestling Eve Championship at Women Behaving Badly in Pro Wrestling Eve's first ever Iron Woman match. Big Guns Joe will challenge Charles Crowley for the Carnival Champion title at Wrestle Carnival's showcase during the WXW 16 Karat Gold Weekend. And Mariah, Mariah May has had her first matchup announced for her tour in America. Hello and welcome to TN Tights, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling as situated on bodyslam.net, brought to you by Power4 TV. I'm your host, the great British tattoo, Mr. Andrew Moore, and eating most. I'm joined as always by the co-host. He is big, daddy, Dan, Daniel Allen. How are we doing? I am so happy to have you back, Andy. I've managed to do two interviews without you over the last week and um I'm not going to lie, I, I missed you. I missed you, buddy. Oh, good to hear. I did watch the interviews. They are awesome interviews. Those interviews are available on our Body Slam channel as well as our own Spotify network. Uh, you can also catch it on the Jonas Podcasting Network and many, many other places. Uh, we are, of course, here to talk about loads and loads of British wrestling. You, of course, did have those interviews. Tommy, Kyle, the top gun of British wrestling how was that that was really good tommy and i had a great discussion about um him coming up um comparing teaching and wrestling um we discussed um the young guns and the incredible tag team work they've been doing um and his previous training sessions that he's had with them uh we talked about the future we talked about jurassic pro and how good they are um we just had a really good chat and i do recommend people have a listen it's only 40 minutes it's it's a nice easy listen and, and well worth giving a chat with tommy a go indeed and then of course you had a lawrence lawrence prestige of uh, the booker for phenomenal elite wrestling p-e-w uh, yeah, where you previewed the upcoming card, Brave New World. Yeah, um, what an upcoming card it is with so many great matches. We discussed all of the matches and nearly everybody. I may have missed one wrestler that I didn't discuss, and I am going to mention him now. I will give a shout out right now to Mr. Jason Joshua. You are an amazing, fantastic wrestler. I'm sure you'll do very well in the um, four-way match. And yes, I did miss out. I do apologise. We discussed the issues they've had with bookings and unfortunately with people having to pull out due to illnesses, due to injuries, due to going to America. Um, at the moment, their um, women's match, which looks amazing, is Rio versus Lucia Lee. And it was meant to be versus Hannah Taylor, but obviously Hannah Taylor is now off injured as well. Um, all the best to Hannah. So we should be interested to see who they announced to be the third person in this match. Yeah, it does look like a fantastic card. Of course, you've got the uh, several singles matches that lead to the men's championship match as well, including the likes of Warren Banks, Just Joe Lando, Dexter, uh, Sheikel Sharma, so many others. And as you say, that amazing fatal four-way that features uh, Just Joe Lando, Danny Black, Hood, and Big Daddy Unicorn, 
Jason Joshua? Because I know the truth, right? I know that you left him off on purpose because you were just super jealous of the fact that he has a far better Big Daddy moniker. Possibly. I mean, Big Daddy Dan, Big Daddy Unicorn. I'm sorry, but he, he, he does win. Big Daddy Unicorn. It just sounds... Well, we have agreed to meet up at the PEW show, so um, I shall have a chat with him face-to-face there and hopefully get to share it with you guys on Twitter. And find out who is the biggest daddy. Because uh, we got a huge show again, loads of uh, big wrestling news, uh, plenty of reviews as well. North Wrestling, NCL Discovery Wrestling, NXT UK ICW, Progress Wrestling and British Wrestling Revolution. Uh, several previews to go through, some great upcoming shows for this weekend. And just a further roundup of the British scene uh, and got some European news, as always. A little bit of a dash, uh, but uh, I think we'll get started. Indeed. Uh, we'll start off with news. Obviously, Gabriel Kidd is out injured now and he will not be at the upcoming Terminus 2. I believe Leo Rush is also out of the card. It looks like it would have been a fantastic card. He was due to face uh, Davey Richards. Uh, Now, of course, uh, he was pulled from NJPW Rivals uh, due to some issues. So we're not going to go into too many details as there is very much an ongoing uh, issue between two people. Uh, and uh, it is a legal matter between two people, as far as I'm, I'm still aware that it, it is still a legal matter, and uh, fully support uh, Mariah May and anything that she is going through right now. Uh, but he was in action uh, just yesterday uh, against Fred Rosser for the New Japan Strong Tapings. It was supposed to be an absolutely fantastic match, uh, but it seems that he did pick up an injury and will be out of the uh, Terminus card, which is a bit of a shame because it would have been a great match. Uh, but moving on swiftly, uh, Rev Pro UK, a man is making his return he is the innovator of excellence. Robbie X. I once thought he was Scottish because he wore a blue mask with a white cross on it. Uh, but he was not. <laughs> he is a Lancashire. He is in the best shape of his life. He has been currently out injured. Uh, and uh, He is going to be returning at uh, the St. Neots show. Uh, sorry, St. Neat's uh, show on the 27th of February. I was going to say, why are you going American on me? <laughs> well, isn't because when we went to that show, I, I I can never remember her name, and I really do apologise, but the announcer at RevPo UK did pronounce it as St. Neat's rather than St. Neat's. <laughs> uh, and I, I thought, yes, I'm going to pronounce it as St. Neat's. Uh, but uh, he has his pick of opponent for his return matches has been granted to him uh, by the uh, Red Pro UK management, Miss Andy Quilden. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he does pick the driller 
damn Maloney because they have been having a rivalry uh, and they, they probably would have faced at high stakes had uh, Robbie X not got injured because uh, Callum Newman had that incredible match with uh, Dan Maloney. Uh, Out of all the people I could pick to have a match with, Dan Maloney would not be near the top. No, but you're not Robbie X. This is very true. You're not the big daddy unicorn either. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long show. It is. I'm, I'm going to poke fun at you all day for this one. Uh, thank you very much, Jason Joshua. And Rip Fruit UK have also announced uh, they will be returning to Sheffield. Uh, this is unfinished business on the 1st of May. Uh, of course, the United Empires, Will Ospreay and Aussie Open are both, uh, or three, are set to be heavily featured in Sheffield. Mm. Progress Wrestling. Progress have announced that Cara Noir and Ilya Dragunov will face off at the 10th anniversary show at the Garage in London. Ilya made a surprise return to confront Cara Noir following his main event match against Dean Allmark at Progress Chapter 128 Technique. Which I'll be talking about a little bit later in the reviews. <laughs> Progress have also confirmed that Warren Banks will challenge for the Progress Championship at the 10th anniversary after he won the number one contenders match, also at Chapter 127. Now, Cara Noir will defend his champion against, against Swerve, uh, defend his championship against Swerve the Realist at Chapter 129. I choo choo choose you. Today. Yes, uh, he did, and he successfully retained the title, uh, I can tell you. So, this is a very interesting situation because Ilya will face Karen Noir at the 10th anniversary show at the garage. But Progress will also honor Warren Banks's number one contendership, which he won and cashed in. Uh, so uh, he did cash this in he said I want this match at the garage at the 10th anniversary show so is Noir pulling double duty is Ilya pulling double duty is Ilya pulling is it going to be a triple threat so many options for um, progress to take this and um, I'm excited for it I, I am but uh, yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's it's it's, it's got me uh, on the edge because I'm like, well, where are they going to uh, go with this? And of course, uh, apparently at today's show, following the match, Karanawar was confronted by ROH World Champion Jonathan Gresham, just to throw another spanner into the works. Bit of breaking news uh, there, but yeah, Gresham is also now obviously in the hunt for a match with Karen Noir. Uh, now, I think there is one more match, uh, one more event before the 10th anniversary. When is, did, did I put the date down for the 10th anniversary? You did not, no. I did not. That's, I, how did I forget to do that? That's terrible. Do, do I do a small dance routine while we're Googling? Does that keep just people entertained? Just, just keep people entertained. Uh, this is... Uh, what's this all going to be about? I'm, I'm glad he's no good at editing, otherwise he'd end up looping that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, I can clip it and still loop it. <laughs> uh, 
Where is the date? Well, I reckon having more on the twenty fifth of March. I reckon having more banks in there could be a good choice because you could have Ilya Dragunov win against Cara Noir, but then lose against Warren Banks so as to not have to take the belt. Okay, so uh, on the 20th of March is chapter 130, Dodge, Dip, Duck, Dive, Dodge. The five Ds of Dodge Dodgeball. Uh, then on the 22nd of March, there is Who Run the World. Then on the 23rd of March is Everything Patterned London. And then on the 10th of March is Chapter 131, 10th Anniversary Show on the 25th of March. Now, we haven't actually featured this in the news, have we? Everything Patterned and Who Runs the World. <laughs> Yes, no, because Who Runs the World is going to be an all-women's show, but uh, what was uh, everything pattern going to be? It's going to be an all-bame show. A what? All-bame. Black and minority ethnic um, wrestlers. Okay, so yeah, so that's why they're not going to be on the full chapter. That's fine. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. It uh, was previously done, um, uh, the Everything Pattern show um, was previously done last year, arranged by Roy Johnson, I think. I will need to Google it. Um, but yes, uh, sorry, I thought this would be part of our news thing. And um, I am very, very excited to see it yeah, happening. Looking forward to seeing, uh, hopefully we'll see some new faces. Uh, be interesting to see which new faces and who. Uh, Leon Slater would be a great uh, young pick if they wanted to bring somebody uh, in up from up north. Yeah, it's Roy Johnson that sorted it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. I think we should... Uh, I think we should book these next week. Cool. I think we should fantasy book Progress's all-women's show and Progress's Bame show not using our fantasy rosters obviously we'll pick from the entire range of the uk uh we'll set this out and uh we'll put that into motion uh we'll put a limit on maybe uh international talent yep uh, I think he's we can doing it with something in collaboration with the arts council of great britain that's fantastic um, it's really good to see uh progress uh Supporting if, uh, community issues like this, in this case, the fantasy a promotion as big as Progress really pick this up and try and run with it. So big up Roy Johnson, um, fantastic for Progress Wrestling. Yes, you're right. You should have really been part of the the main news. And next week we will fantasy book our own all women show and our own fame show. Oh, super. Uh, let's go on to TNT Extreme Wrestling uh, over in Liverpool because they've announced two more huge, huge championship matches for their upcoming show, Thrill Kill, on the 10th of March. I'm looking forward to this show. Uh, go on, I'll let you go. For the, give me the first. What was the Ultra X Championship match coming up then? Scotty Rourke is going to have the biggest matchup of his young career as he is set to defend his Ultra X Championships against Mark Haskins. 
something Haskins and uh, Rourke have been out uh, campaigning for on both sides of it. Champion wanting that challenger and wanting it to be Haskins. Haskins, of course, looking to make his mark since his full return into the uh, British independent scene. Uh, There's also going to be a huge tag team match. The Kings of the North, uh, Bonesaw and uh, Damian Corvin, they will be in action. They will be defending their TNT Extreme Tag Team titles against the tag team of Manlike Therese and uh, Jody. Jody, Jody Fleisch. Fleisch. Man like Doris and Jody Fleisch. That's a cool team. It's a great team. It's a cool team. I don't think I've seen, we saw them in a tri- uh, six man. They had Dan Maloney as well, progress. But I don't think I've ever seen a team, just the two of them. I like that team, Doris and Fleisch. Because uh, Doris is very, very athletic, got that high flying style. Uh, he's also a hybrid athlete. Is very powerful, much like Jody Fleisch. I think he's the perfect mentor uh, for someone like Doree. So, uh, should be a very exciting match. Yeah. As well as that, the live birds, Angel Hayes and Lizzie Evo, will also be at Thrill Kill. No doubt looking to call out the she Wolves, Molly Spartan and Casey. Well, unfortunately, Casey is injured at the moment, mm. um, which is why, as you will find out in my ICW review, at ICW Square One, it will be Angel Hayes versus Molly Spartan versus Lizzie Evo. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool, yeah. Ah, oh, and, uh, yep, da, 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 da. Uh, so, Pro Wrestling Eve, talking about some women's wrestling. Uh, Jessa. Uh, will be defending the Pro Wrestling Eve Championship against the challenger, Emerson Jane. And for the first time ever in a Pro Wrestling Eve show, it will be a 13-minute Iron Woman match. Uh, this will be at Women Behaving Badly on the 4th of March, which is, of course, International Women's Day. Uh, at current, both women have a victory over the other uh, so this multi-full matchup could finally put an end to that rivalry. Good match. Yeah, definitely. Um, both women more than capable of going for 30 minutes at a fast, fast pace. So this will be well worth watching. Yeah, Emerson Jane, extremely technical, brilliant wrestler, hard-hitting, uh, Jetta, her legend, veteran. She's awesome. Uh also, uh, they've released the full card for this show. So it is the Uprising Rhea O'Reilly versus Sky. Oh, sorry, Rhea O'Reilly and Sky Smithson versus the Hex, Marty Bell and Sienna, of course, the NWA Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, Laurie Dimitro versus the Ava, I say white. Uh, Charlie Morgan uh, versus Hyam. Charlie Evans versus Rio, and I see Evans making her return uh, after uh, a recent injury. Max the Impaler uh, versus Clementine. Uh, Alex Windsor versus Lizzie Evo, and Nina Samuels versus Amelia McKenzie. That is a solid card. Uh, have you seen the video uh, from Clementine about her upcoming match with? Uh, 
Max Taylor. I have seen the video from Clementine and it's wonderful and everyone's saying how good it is and I highly recommend that everyone goes on Twitter, follows Clementine and watch that video. Yes, some great acting shots there from Clementine. Uh, really shows some uh, great emotion uh, about... And it was fun as well, uh, playful in the beginning and then there was, yeah. And Maxie Impaler, have you ever seen her? I have not. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying uh her promo shot looks it yes she is absolutely terrifying uh i think it's day sorry so they are absolutely terrifying uh maxine paler she is very powerful she's strong and she will destroy most people most women she comes in bath with I'm also 90% sure that it's been announced that Nina Samuels versus Amelia McKenzie is going to be a dark match for the fans in attendance only. Ooh, that'll be nice for the fans. And then, of course, the first half of the show will be available free on their YouTube as usual, uh, with the second half available via their uh, on-demand service. Uh, They've got more action on the 5th of March, which is Bash at the Brewery. Uh, and it will be Alex Windsor's turn to face Max the Impaler. Plus, we will finally get the reunion of Mackenzie and Charlize Evans as the Medusa Complex and the Hex, uh, Sienna and Molly Bell will still be around as well. So maybe we'll see the Hex versus the Medusa Complex. Fingers crossed that would be awesome. Be a great match. Yeah, a great show. Uh, definitely progress me one of the best uh, probably the, the best all women's promotion in uh, UK and Europe and one of uh, the premier ones across the world if we're being honest definitely and that's why they have such strong international um, support indeed speaking of international Russell Carnival and WXW Germany. Um, WXW Germany are having their showcase and Wrestle Carnival have announced who is going to challenge Mr. Charles Crowley for the title as part of the Wrestle Carnival showcase. It is going to be Big Guns Joe. Yeah, all part of uh, WXW Germany's huge WXW 16 Carat Weekend. Uh, they always have an international promotion showcase. Uh, which is on the 5th of March, uh, which is the second day. I believe it is a morning show. Hopefully it is available via their networks or free via YouTube. Uh, but yeah, Big Guns Joe gets to take on the Carnival Twat himself for the uh, Carnival Twatian. <laughs> uh, he should, yeah, should be a really great match and a great, great opportunity for uh, both parties uh, will to be indeed. part of this and Wrestle Carnival of course uh, and this, this isn't Wrestle Carnival's only big news this week is it? No uh, they did also announce that they've uh, got an agreement with PWI that's Progress Illustrated uh, and this will be to provide exclusive digital content that will be viewable across all of the PWI social network for free Oh, I wonder if the preview shows will end up going on there. We'll be on PWI. <laughs> We're getting everywhere. Uh, Joseph Connor's first in-ring appearance for Wrestle Carnival will now be at Mardi Gras on the 26th of March in Nottingham as he takes on up-and-rising young superstar, also from Nottingham, Riley Nova. 
Yeah, a uh, good opportunity for the young lad, Riley Nova. Uh, of course, Joseph Kongov gave a very, very impassioned speech at uh, their Carnival of Champions show, which is available uh, on their Patreon, so go check that out. It was an incredible show. Uh, but, yeah, uh, seems like a great opportunity uh, for them. Uh, carrying on with a bit more wrestling carnival, to be honest, and a little bit of No Mercy Wrestling. Uh, no Mercy Wrestling have announced that Strike First, Strike Hard, somebody loves Cobra Kai, <laughs> on the 19th of March in Kefili, Wales. Uh, Alex Windsor will be defending her Queen of the Carnival Championship in a triple threat uh, against Lucia Lee and Kara. Nice. It's always great to see how Wrestle Carnival work with other promotions, and that's the way it should be. Promote yourself, promote others, and make sure that everyone gets to see the best in Brit Wrestling. Yeah, indeed. So, I mean, that is, yeah, two uh, Wrestle Carnival uh, title defences that won't be taking place at a Wrestle Carnival show. And uh, as you say, Gary Ward is always uh, on the ball working, trying to work with other companies, trying to make sure they don't run shows at the same time. And uh, I think that's a really good gesture. And it's good to see British wrestling promotions working together. Let's build a federation, lads. (laughs) Mariah May has been announced for Battleground Championship Wrestling. Her first match in America is going to be against Impact star Lady Frost at Battleground Championship Wrestling's When Worlds Collide on the 26th of March in Philadelphia. Good luck, Mariah May. Yeah, have you seen much Killer Frost? Uh, sorry, Killer Frost. Lady Frost? <laughs> I've seen a couple of matches, yeah. You're a fantastic moonsault. Uh, she recently competed against Giselle Shaw on uh, a, re- a recent Impact show. Uh, very, very accomplished uh, competitor. So uh, great first match for Mariah May. And uh, you guys out there in America that may be listening to our podcast, you are in for a treat. We just ask one simple thing. Please let us have a back. Please. Because <laughs> uh, this guy, I mean, she, she is destined for superstardom. Uh, you know, we did mention a thing at the top of the show. I'm going to try and... It's something, hopefully, that she can put behind her and continue. She's been fantastic as the glamour. I've loved her work as the Dream Dolls with Zoe Lucas... So, uh, good for her. Off she goes to the States. Uh, I think that would actually rule her out of possibly being an opportunity for who run the world. Oh, no, 26th of March, 22nd of March. So, she could still compete. We'll allow her on our one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't leave from... We'll, we'll pretend she hasn't left for America yet. We get to use the world last time. She gets to make her progress debut. Uh, Excellent. That 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 would be so deserving of uh, the incredible young woman. Uh, let's talk about some reviews because I lost a lot of wrestling because, uh, as Dan said, I missed a couple of interviews. The reason I missed a couple of interviews is because I was very very ill uh, on the day of the first interview. Uh, thankfully, feeling better the day after, but unfortunately, my body. Uh, wasn't, although I wasn't feeling sick anymore, my uh, chest felt like it was crushing me, so anytime I laughed, tried to shout at the dog, it would cause immeasurable pain. 
uh, I did recover just in time to make an appearance on the uh, Bodyslam.net uh, Game Changer Wrestling Show, uh, the Game Changer Weekly podcast where I bigged up TNT Extreme uh, Wrestling ahead of the, a lot of the GCW TNT Extreme Wrestling. It was a lot of fun. You should also go check that out on the Bodyslam YouTube uh, it was uh, myself and uh, Jameis who was on the show just a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, on to some wrestling. North Wrestling in particular. North Wrestling NCL. Newcastle, out of the brewery in uh, the Anarchy Brewery in Newcastle. Uh, so uh, there were a lot of changes to this card last minute. Uh, as Dan mentioned, uh, it's a headache for a lot of promoters right now. Uh, COVID is still around. People still do get COVID. Uh, it seems like there was some sort of stomach bug going around as well. So people do suffer from that as well. Uh, and there were other certain things. But... Uh, the opening match, which was originally supposed to be Shreddy versus uh, Fresh Bokes, Jack Bandicoot. Uh, but then it turned into a handicap match for Shreddy versus both members of Crash Boat. But then he decided he was going to have a tag team partner in Molly Spartan. Uh, at which point, Rebecca Fresner took exception to this. So she made her full, full North Wrestling debut. And uh, wasn't going to let Molly Spartan bully her boys about. But Molly Spartan had also brought a fence. So out came Joe Hendry. Uh, So it ended up being a six-man tag of Shreddy, Joe Hendry, and Molly Spartan. And I tell you what, if Joe Hendry and Shreddy got their act together and wanted to be a great tag team, poof, two big old beefy boys. Biggest tag team in the, in the UK, almost, maybe. They, they'd almost make um, <coughs> Synergy look small. Well, Pure Beef. All well, Pure Beef, yeah. Yeah, it'd be incredible. We'd have a great match coming up with Pure Beef and Synergy. We'll talk about it just a little while. But uh, as I say, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Rebecca Reznor showed what she could do against the big Molly Spartan. She certainly didn't let Molly Spartan bully her around. Uh but it was Shreddy and Joe Hendry came away with the win. I love Jack Bandicoot. He's bloody amazing. Uh, he gets such sympathy and uh, old Jake Silver can make a great little hot tag and he's cheering Bandicoot on on the sidelines. Uh, but as I say, if Shreddy and Hendry could get their act together, they could be one very, very formidable tag teams. Uh, next up was Rio versus Charlie Morgan and well what can I say it was very very good uh, to extremely extremely talented women uh, Charlie Morgan has been one of the most underrated talents for so long uh, always seemed to be on the periphery of the big companies very well used in pro wrestling Eve, but not particularly pushed to the top in there companies like progress or others uh she had run nxt uk as well the great match uh there was one uh little issue that shows you how dangerous wrestling is uh she went for a no house moon soul unfortunately didn't get a rotation and literally just went head first into rio <laughs> as just kind of uh almost like a springboard backwards head but uh <laughs> here's what it kind of turned into uh but both women 
completely professional, uh, were able to recover very well, uh, although you could still definitely see both women were very dazed from the head collision, but both women were fine at the end of the match, and they did an absolutely fantastic job. Round of applause to the girls. Uh, next was a man like Therese. Uh, he needed a tag team partner because he lost his tag team partners, and he saw somebody in the uh, pre the pre show. Uh, he saw Leon Slater compete, uh, so he decided to uh, bring Leon Slater in as his tag team partner to take on the team of Kid Lycos and Gene Money. Uh, Gene Money uh, has been on a losing streak with North Wrestling, so he's looking towards Kid Lycos to teach him how to be a dirty hill. Uh, which uh, provided many, many entertaining moments throughout the match. Uh, but it was Leon Slater who stole the uh, applaudits of this match. He literally tore the roof down. Uh, almost. He tore the roof half down when he knocked, uh, when he first did a, uh, went for a 450 and hit his legs on the lights and ended up coming down with a double leg drop rather than a 450, almost brought the lights down there. But as him and man like the Reese were celebrating, they both did backflips. That also caused him to take down the lights. That man's got a vertical leap like nobody's business. So when I say he literally tore down the roof, yes, he did literally tear down the roof. Uh, but it was an incredible match next up uh rory coil came out uh it was supposed to be a triple threat between him liam slater and joseph connors of course joseph connors had pulled out of the show due to the dread covid uh so rory coil was like no i'm not competing against uh liam slater in a singles match i was booked for a triple threat match and i'm only gonna wrestle in a triple threat match that led will cruz come out to the match of course the only reason rory coil wanted it to be a triple threat match is because rory coil he likes it when there's no rules uh, so there were it turned into a, a bit of a, a hardcore match. It was still a good match. Rory Coyle tied uh Liam Slater to the post using gaffer tape and hit a big move on Cruz. Will Cruz and picked up the win. It was okay. Uh, Gia Adams uh, versus Lizzie Evo uh, knocked two tons of crap out of each other. Uh, the fans were absolutely loving this. Uh, big, big, big Gia Adams fan. She's kind of a local girl over in Washington. So they've taken her in at Newcastle, one of her own. She is the uh, representative of the North NCL Women's Division, is Gia Adams. Uh, Lizzie Evo even got into it with Gia Adams' mum, and Gia Adams' mum slapped the taste out of her mouth, which led to a chant of Gia Adams' mum, Gia Adams' mum. Uh, and Gia Adams then eventually came away with a big win over Lizzie Evo. Then, then, then... It was the arrival of the panse pansexual princess, Commander Sterling. So I was, I knew he was going to be on the show. Uh, I knew they were going to be on the show. 
Uh, I wasn't sure what to expect from them. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge character fan. I'm not big of, uh, say, the Orange Cassidy's of this world. Uh, we know think, you're a grumpy old man. I think Dan Housen's entertaining, uh, but uh, I think he's, yeah, I think he's entertaining at least. Uh, Marco Sk- St- uh, Stunk and, you know, <laughs> but uh, you know what? They were very entertaining. Uh, they have a lot of presence. They have a lot of theatrics. Uh, they had the North eating out of their palm. Uh, Commander Sterling was absolutely fantastic. And then out came Zio Knox. Boo, boo. And along came H.D. Drake. Uh, that then brought out the opponents that they were facing of Big Lou Nixon versus Connor and Connor Renshaw in a tag team match. Uh, eventually, uh, thanks to a little, little help from the commander themselves, uh, the pansexual princess, the commander Sterling helped, whilst uh, Big Lou, Nixon and Conor Ratio picked up the win. They then uh, got a little bit more uh, punishment for Zio Knox and the crowd, but very, very entertained buy it all uh so you know what it's gonna get a thumbs up it is i'm I'm, I'm gonna be not so much of my usual grumpy self i'm gonna say to be honest it was entertaining uh, and the north crowd absolutely ate it up uh next up was gabriel kidd versus mark haskins in the main event which the north wrestling crowd were again ravenous for they absolutely wanted this match and they got the exact matchup they wanted uh, as haskins and kid absolutely blistered each other uh, to dueling chance of let's go haskins gabriel kid and many many more chance and uh occasional booze to kids occasional booze for haskins uh crowd was very split and it was an absolutely Banger of a match. Truly, I can't understate how uh, better than his Yota Suji match. Yes. Not as good as his Francisco Akira match. No. Better than his match with RKJ, though. So out of the four matches during Gabriel Kidd's tour of the UK, of which I saw, it would rank number two in a very, very, very good match. Uh, Absolutely loved this show. As I say, North Faithful really helped uh, make every show. The crowd at North are so... uh, They're not a cult. (laughs) <laughs> they're a faithful <laughs> uh, is what they are uh, as they always say uh, but really really good show I can't understate it uh, I'm going to give this show let's have a look see let's, have a look, see, let's go down it I'm going to give it three and a half oh, that's a good game 
Okay, it was a very good show. Uh, I watched Discovery Wrestling. Oh, sorry. Uh, North Wrestling, of course, is available via their Patreon, which is £4. Uh, you will be able to see it on delay via IWTV as well. Right. <clears throat> Discovery Wrestling, uh, which is free on YouTube. Big Demo took on Gene Money in a big beefy bash in which they beefed and bashed. And eventually Demo came away with the win. Uh, solid match. Caleb Valhalla picked up a win in a fatal four-way match. That was against Alistair Caron, uh, Deacon Matthews and Griffin, who none of these guys I'm aware of. Uh, I've seen Caleb Valhalla. He's a big lad. He's got a good look. Uh, probably has a decent future. He's been featured on ICW a few times. Indeed. Uh, usually in the job role at the moment, isn't he? In the enhancement uh, role for big guys. He, he was brought in as a um, as, as a beatdown for somebody recently. Yeah, so, yeah. So, okay. Uh, Theo Doris versus Jack Morris. Doris and Morris put on a fantastic show and it wasn't Morris dancing. It was wrestling. It was a great uh, match. Uh, Dicky Divers was on the uh, outside causing interference, uh, but this did not matter. Theo Doris still came along with the big win following the elbow from Olympus. Solid match. Casey then defeated Session Moth Martina and Emerson Jane in a triple threat match, uh, becoming the Discovery Women's Champion at the same time. So this is obviously prior to her injury, this show. Uh, Mark Haskins defeated Ian Skinner in a match that I absolutely ate up. Uh, just, just, just watching, just focus, just watching just these two technical brilliant wrestlers this this uh veteran this superstar helping this young superstar in the making somebody who very much fit that mold of what haskins and ridgeway had set before and uh big fan of ian skinner now you're a big listener as well <laughs> so uh, this was a great match I absolutely loved it Of course I did It was Ian Skinner versus Mark Haskins Anyway, uh, the Kings of the North Then defeated Just Us Which is BT Gun and Stevie Boy uh, Kings of the North were using a few dirty tactics Along the way to pick up the win There Then it was the main event of the night as Big Joe Hendry, the answer, defended his wide division championship against Andy Wilde. Uh, two big, beefy boys, beefed and boyed. <laughs> yeah, they uh, great, great wrestling from Joe Hendry, fantastic mat work, uh, great lockups, and some. Beautiful suplexes from uh, the dad bod god, Andy Wilde. This was just a great match overall. Uh, overall, this was a fantastically solid show. This is available for free on YouTube, so I'm going to give it an extra half. I'm going to give it three and a half as well. So there you go. Awesome. Why don't you tell us about NXT UK, Dan? 
We started off with Sam Gradwell against Kenny Williams, but Kenny Williams came out on crutches, saying that he had a doctor's note and was going to be unable to compete. Luckily, Skid Scala was in the background at the doctor's office and said that this was not true. So the match went on, and it was a good match. Um, great roll-up pin by Gradwell for the win. Um, but um, the referee seemed to be out of position when he did it. It took him ages to come round and, and make the... Um, pinfall count uh post-match though williams beat down gradwell with the crutches and cut off gradwell's mohawk yeah well i'm not upset that they'll have another match i don't know gradwell's better than thing and i feel like they're right they've taken his way his superpower that stupid haircut of his. Hey, hey, mohawks are not stupid. Here's my, here's one. <laughs> his is a bit unique, I'll give it that. Very, very unique hair. You know, it helped us him stand out. I don't know. It was, it was so-so. I can't say I was too enthralled by this. I enjoyed the match. Yeah. Gallus were then watching last week's video package of them interrupting the Supernova sessions, and Wolfgang was obviously very pissed off at what happened to him and the way he was treated by Jordan Devlin. Zaya Brookside was then interviewed backstage and was asked, did she think that she was a positive role model? Like a Mel. Daddy's going to hear all about this. She was very annoyed that she was compared. Um, and this is going to lead on to a match with Cybrook side versus. It was her interview. Why did they have to bring up Amel? I, I'm fully behind, right? You know, this was supposed to be her time, not Amel. Yeah, everyone keeps talking about Amel, but you know, what about Zaya Brookside? She's got a famous dad, don't you know? Robbie Brookside was one of the best wrestlers in the. I'm finally behind uh, Brookside again. Go brave, Brookside. <laughs> They then had a bad comedy skit with Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars. Now, I've been saying keep them away from microphones, and what have they done? They give them more mic time. Mastiff made Stars earn his cut, his jacket. Uh, to start with, he had to do an hour of free squats, but Mastiff fell asleep, so he did two hours of free squats. Um, then he had to eat an entire sleeve of dry Weetabix. That's going to make sense for the Americans. Um, and then, and this made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. He wanted him to streak around the performance center. Now, I, I, did, you know, I came across the exact same thought. Given speaking out, that is not the right thing to be uh, encouraging in any shape or form. Uh, and I fully condemn that skit to the pits of hell where it bloody well belongs alongside those stupid Gallus firms. Yeah, all in all, um, that was big crap. Mm -hmm. uh, Gradwell was then backstage looking for Kenny Williams and couldn't find him. Angel Hayes then took on Amelia McKenzie. Um, this was really good, uh, particularly when um, Amelia put on the headlock um, and held this headlock on Angel Hayes for a long time in so many different positions, keeping control. I just thought it was really, really well done. It looked great. And deadlift belly to bat um, suplex looked really strong as well. Uh, in the end, um, the case of Dora was blocked and turned into a face buster with Amelia winning. Um, really good match. Great showing for Angel Hayes. 
Yeah, and I'm going to mention Arkos uh, the next match. Obviously, uh, I like the fact that yeah, it, the match didn't finish via having to use the finishing move, and rather it just kind of came out of uh, uh, reversal. It's good to see. I think uh, too many times. I think when you maybe in those type of matches, I think sometimes win the match with the signature move. That way, we might start to believe that you might actually win the match with your signature move rather than you hitting your signature move and going, yeah, well, we know nobody should, she never wins with that one. So, like Shawn Michael super kick. Yeah. I like a super Shawn Michael super kick. Exactly. Um, Andy Shepard was then interviewing Nathan Fraser who called out Ilya Dragunov. Match I'm happy to see. Match I'm happy to see. Bit lame with the way they did it though. Yeah. Def Amelia then met up in their penthouse but their loss will bring them closer together. Uh, Myla Grace then took on Stevie Turner. Um, this has been Stevie Turner's best match so far, um, in my opinion. I think it's actually better than her match against Mako Satomura because she actually got some offence in. Um, there were flashes of what she's capable of. We mm. know that Stevie Turner is amazing. She is a fantastic, fantastic wrestler. And there was really much more to see here. Um, Turner won with um, what was pretty much a rock bottom. Yeah, it was the uh, side side effect. That's the one. Well done. I must admit, I'm going to be a bit harsh on the side effect. They barely got off the background. <laughs> yeah, she landed on a bum, not a back. <laughs> that, that, um, that, was, that was like Undertaker chokes family and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it was then announced we're going to have Mako Satomura's Celebration Day next week. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mustache Mountain then had a video promo with Smith and Carter building up for their match. That's a match I'm looking forward to seeing. And it was a promo that was absolutely fine from both sets of guys, which for this show has actually been a bonus. Yeah. Uh, we then had Wolfgang versus Jordan Devlin. This was power versus speed. Um, it focused on Wolfgang's shoulder. There was some awful editing here. Um, Jordan Devlin got cut open on his forehead and was bleeding. And they obviously cut away, fixed him up, and then came back to the match because... There was a real issue and jump between a move and then going to the outside, and all of a sudden there was no blood whatsoever. Um, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Wolfgang's moonsaults are so smooth. For a big guy, he does them beautifully. Um, and he hit a huge spear as well. Absolutely beautiful. Um, Devlin hit the Spanish fly from the top rope, followed by a 450 for the win. Just because I'm calling him by his name as opposed to saying the wanker um, doesn't mean I respect him anymore. I'm just getting over myself. Um, all in all, I think this was a very good match. Um, matches wise, it was a great show and I would give it three and a half sugars. I don't know why, but I feel like it only deserved three. Fair enough. It's probably the promos. Maybe. In fact, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take away half for that streaking thing, so I'm going to go down to a three as well. So it's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you're, you're lucky we're giving you a free sugar because I put it that way. I don't know. I just did. It didn't quite land with me this week. It, it has them for a few weeks in a row where it's just been like, feels like it's just going through the motions at the moment and it's not. I'll tell you what did land for me. ICW. Go for it. This was absolutely brilliant. This was the best ICW show I've seen in weeks. 
Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, we started off with Logan Smith versus Jimmy Pierce versus Levi versus Aaron Echo. Um, this was pretty much just showing how strong and how ruthless Aaron Echo is. Um, the other guys were flying high and doing well, but every time they got any kind of offense, Echo just battered them. Um, he did a pump handle suplex on Logan Smith that just looked vicious. Then Levi pounced, knocked him out of the ring and got the pin on Logan for the number 30 position in the square go tournament. So we know that Logan Pierce, uh, Logan Smith rather, is going to be not the number 30 because Levi stole it and Levi is going to be your number 30 entrant in the square go tournament, which is a 30 man tournament with five weapons in the ring as well. Of course, because I see that of course, because it's ICW. Speaking of which, we then had a scheme rules match, which is a no rules, the original ICW rules, as opposed to the current ones that were put in by Theodorus, which was Thatcher Wright versus Ravy Davy. Thatcher Wright, of course, came out with his cabinet. Um, there was a great line from Ravy Davy. What I've got here is a boy with no socks, a boy with no hair, and a boy with no pubes. <laughs> It was very, very funny. Um, it was meant to be a one-on-one -on -one match, but of course the cabinet, as, as I know you'll find hard to believe, interfered. Well, they, they just didn't realise that that's what constitutes interfering. Well, the thing is, technically they didn't interfere because it was a scheme rules match. There were no rules. Exactly. Typical Tories. Always got to oh. read the fine print with them, haven't you? Speaking of which, Ravy Davy had a new shirt out, which is available for sale, which says Maggie, 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 died, died, died. Um, uh, to mm. even the numbers, mm -hmm. out came Krieger and Liu King Sharp. So we then had a six-man no-rules match with Krieger and Liu King Sharp and Ravy Davy versus Thatcher's Cabinet, who weren't dressed for the occasion. Um, in fact, Ian Skinner was wearing his braces and at one point got caught in the ring and had his braces pinged on his poor nipples. Um, I felt very sorry for him. Um, it was great fun. Um, it really, really was. Krieger and um, Ravy Davy went under the ring and bought out huge sledgehammers. And Luking Sharp reached under the ring and got a tiny little hammer. <laughs> and then another tiny little hammer. So at least he had two. And they came into the ring and were about to murder everybody because they had bloody great big sledgehammers until there was a synchronised low blows from Thatcher's cabinet. Um, Ian Skinner managed to get Ravy Davy in the disarmer and then got a business card out of his pocket and paper cut it in between the fingers. Um, yes, Ian Skinner, he may be technical, he may be the British psychopath, but he can be nasty too. <laughs> um, nasty. Um, there was also a kendo stick too, and I quote directly from the commentary, the ham candle, uh, a kendo <laughs> stick to the um, gentleman's area from Ravy Davy to Paul Ian Skinner. Um, Thatcher's cabinet then got hardcore. They bought in a ladder. They did indeed. Um but he got picked up by Luking Sharp, who then battered everybody with it. Um, in the end, oh no, I did also want to mention Luking Sharp did the cactus clothesline um, to Charlie Vice, and then did the cactus elbow with a chair, which I quite liked because I'm a big Cactus Jack fan. Um, 
In the end, though, um, Krieger hit a sidewalk slam on Ian Skinner for the one, two, three. Jason Reed versus Saqib Ali, a 50-50 match. I was surprised at that because I thought Jason Reed was a, a bigger name and possibly should have won this faster. Um, in the end, Saqib was distracted when Chris Toll hit Coach Trip with the uh, microphone and um, Jason Reed rolled him up for the win. Simples. Yeah. Then match of the night. I, I love the hardcore with Thatcher's cabinet. I thought that was great, my kind of thing. However, Lizzie Evo took on Molly Spartan. And <laughs> these two girls knocked seven shades out of each other again, like they did at the um, uh, Discovery Wrestling Show, or North, North Wrestling North, Show. Yeah. Um, absolutely brilliant. This was for a number one contendership because Casey is, of course, off injured. Um, so this was going to decide who was going to be the number one contender. Really hard hitting, uh, absolute standout moves. A one arm sidewalk uh, side suplex by Molly Spartan. Brilliant move. Um, spears, strikes, super kicks. They started brawling on the outside. They brawled into the crowd and they didn't pay attention. There was a double count out. At which point Angel Hayes came out and said she will take them both on at square go. Our main event was then Luke Cairo versus TV's Jackie Polo. Um, for those of you that may not know, TV's Jackie Polo is actually DCT, who is having some kind of breakdowns taken on the persona of Jackie Polo. Um, so, yeah, this was all about um, Jackie Polo's cheating and dominating and it was beautiful lots of sort of holds hiding behind the referee lazy pins he was just your consummate heel you just it was pure Ric Flair to be honest with you at his mm -hmm. finest um Cairo did make a comeback and he went for the Cairoscope but he got reversed into the most beautiful fisherman suplex really really nice um in the end Cairo went for a slingshot spear through the ropes but managed to um Sorry, DCT. Jackie Polo managed to hide a mallet behind the referee's back and clonked him on the back as he dived through the ropes for the pin. And this leads us to Square Go. There are going to be a few shows on before that, but Square Go is going to be on the 5th of March on the network. So it's going to be on nice and quick. Excellent. Good to see. Uh, Progress Wrestling is on the network as well, minus one match, which you have to go on to the Progress On Demand. Sorry, sorry, just quickly, oh, just sorry. quickly. Four sugars. <laughs> sorry, I forgot to let you put your sugar in your tea. I think I need more sugar in my tea. Uh, right, Progress Wrestling, which is also available on WWE Network, Chapter 128, Technique, minus one match, which is only available via Demand. Progress. That match in particular is Jonathan Gresham versus Chris Richway for the ROH uh, Championship in a pure rules match. Luckily for us, I do have both, so uh, I watched the whole show. <laughs> uh, kicking. Oh, we missed an important bit of news. What's that? Chris Richway has broken his ankle. <gasps> yes, Chris Richway has broken his ankle. He was out of today's show. Keenan replaced him on Progress. Uh, we would like to wish. Chris Wedgeway, a uh, speedy, speedy, speedy recovery. One of the best wrestlers in the world right now. And uh, he'll be surely missed whilst he is out. I was crap at getting the news together today. I do apologise. 
No problem. Anyway, Progress Wrestling, uh, available on and on demand progress. It kicked off with the Tag Team Championship match, Kid Lycos versus, uh, sorry, Lycos Jim versus Smoking Aces. Of course, Kid Lycos and Kid Lycos 2 had stolen the belts last week, or last time at Progress 127, so they had possession of the championships. Uh, this was wild. It was chaotic. It didn't really technically start for about 15 minutes because they just wailed on each other from outside the ring. Uh, at one point, they tried to use the old dust trick on uh, the Smoking Aces, but the Smoking Aces were wearing goggles. <laughs> I wonder if they borrowed them from Cameron Solas. So this, no, not Cameron Solas style. It was pure, big, 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 thick swimming goggles. Uh Cameron Solis is a far more cooler. Uh, uh, Steep punk. Anyway, uh, the Aces and Kid Lycos Jim then finally started to wrestle properly. Uh, it was an incredible match. Uh, at one point, uh, Nick Riley uh, did a cannibal dive off the uh, balcony. Onto what kind a of hump. dive? A cannibal dive. It was a tope cannibal. Just jumping straight off the balcony into the progress security team, and uh, they got a big security team, haven't they? Like it was very, very, very large security team, uh, and it was a phenomenal match. Which Smoking Aces eventually came away with the win. Uh, Solid, solid match. Super great match, in fact. Uh, Big Guns Joe and Scott Oberman uh, was a very good match. Big Guns Joe picked up the win. Uh, they were given probably just under 10 minutes. Uh, good showing for Scott Oberman despite the loss. Uh, Big Guns Joe looked very good. Uh, almost the senior guy now. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably see Oberman as part of the uh, upcoming new natural progression series. Uh, then we had Alexis Falcon versus Lana Austin after Lana Austin cost her Alexis Falcon her position in the re, uh, Revelations of Love Divine Love Tournament. Alexis Falcon picked up a huge win here. Uh, this was very, very hard hitting. Both battled very, very hard. Uh, Alexis Falcon got thrown heavy into all the chairs at one point by Lionel Austin. Both girls put on a hell of a show. Great match. Spike Trevay versus Luke Jacobs then picked up a, uh, had a no disqualification match. Uh, I, it just, it was, it was just a no disqualification match. Uh, nothing. Really? Good. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was, as no DQ matches go, it was an average match. Uh, Gosh. I, I wouldn't say it really excited me that much. Uh, eventually, uh, Spike Ray picked up the win after first Luke Jacobs made him try to make him swallow a bunch of lemon juice uh, and then tried to throw him into the drawing pins on the floor because this got reversed and it was uh, Luke Jacobs who got dropped onto the uh, thumbtacks on the floor and then uh, Spike Bay, who hadn't drunk the lemon juice yet then spat it all over 
Luke Jacobs back before locking in his that new submission that he is using. So uh, it was, I, I you know, I think both Spike Jure and Luke Jacobs are capable of better matches when they are just under normal rules. Jonathan Gresham versus uh, Chris Widgway, which is only available under Demand Progress. Uh, damn you, Demand Progress. You made it so I can't cancel my Demand Progress. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Gresham and Chris Ridgeway had a pure... I didn't realise this was actually going to be contended under pure rules, but it was. Uh, they put on a great display of pure wrestling. Uh, of course they did. They just absolutely tied each other in knots. They wrestled and wrestled and wrestled uh, before eventually starting to open up with more strikes. So of course, Chris Ridgeway absolutely layered Jonathan Gresham with big, big kicks and Jonathan Gresham layered uh, Chris Ridgeway with big, big shots. It was a great match. It's Jonathan Gresham and Chris Ridgway in a pure rules wrestling match. Two of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Of course, it was a great match. Current award then took on Dean Allmark in a very, very, very good match. Uh, Noir uh, is just on another level. Can just have so many different great matches. And this uh, match was completely different to so many other matches. This match was a completely different match to the match that they had previously. Uh, but in the end, it was Karen who picked up the win. Then it came down uh, to Riho versus Giselle Shaw. Brilliant. <laughs> Excellent. Phenomenal. Uh, Giselle Shaw did. Giselle picked up the victory. Uh, at, at which Kanji then came out to say that Giselle Shaw isn't a true champion and it's her title and she'll be back for her title and uh, she's in the Thunderbus which took place today and I believe she won so she will be taking on Giselle Shaw at some point in the near future they've had so many great matches already I'm sure it'll be another fantastic match I would give this show Oh, sugars. Right. We now have the ringside report from UBW's WrestleMania 4 from our own Mr. Stephen Souden. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, we started off with a square one title match with hometown boy from Peterborough, where this was airing from, Josh Spicer versus the square one champion Adonis Payne. Uh, brilliant heel work here from Adonis Payne, really working the crowd. Spicer was the hometown hero but couldn't overcome Adonis Payne, who won and retained his championship. The tag team titles were then on the line as the heavyweight heartthrobs took on Sass Central. Um, Stephen was of the opinion maybe it's time for the heartthrobs to drop the titles, but maybe they're waiting to build them up for Thunder Express to take the belts. All in all, a good match. Um, I'm absolutely loving Sass Central. I think Sassy Bear Clarence is just awesome. Um he gave this one three sugars. Ronnie Knox then took on Vinnie Cray. Um, he said this was a good match. Uh, Ronnie is someone that he hadn't seen before, really enjoyed. Frankie uh, and Vinnie Cray picked up the win. Frankie Vegas and PVC versus Wrestling Means and Artemis Red uh, um, was on next. 
this was obviously a big thing because wrestling memes has gone heel and everybody is hating him. <laughs> there was outside help from Adonis Payne for the win. This makes it look like quite possibly there will be a new group of memes, um, Artemis Red and Adonis Payne. Uh, memes got a big laugh in the middle of the match when he called PVC a second-rate AJ Styles. And everybody really got into that one. <laughs> Uh, Jack Landers then took on Furio. Um, Furio apparently scared the little girl in the audience so much it made her cry. Oh. Um, but it's all right because Jack Landers beat him, so that's all good. And finally, we had the UBW title match, a two out of three falls between Truman Roswell, the challenger, and Spike Valentine, who had been champion for 731 days. Um, that's a long old time to be champion. Um, Truman Roswell, of course, the former tag partner of Tommy Kyle. Um, we do discuss him quite a bit in our Tommy Kyle interview. Uh, after months of building, Truman finally takes the belt from Spike. Um, this is pretty awesome, really. Um, Spike Valentine, I, I was struggling to follow the storyline with him. I know he was over with the existing crowd. Myself and Stephen are both fairly new fans. Um, very happy to see Truman Roswell win this. Spike got the first fall. Truman got the second with a count out by putting Spike through a table. And then in the third with a proper back and forth match and then a true pin. A new UBW British heavyweight champion in Truman Roswell. And he gives it overall four sugars for WrestleMania by UBW. And that is the review by the Tribal Chief for the Big Fat Geeks, Mr. Stephen Salmon, who was there with his whole family. Son and father. Good on him. Uh, British Wrestling Revolution is available on BWR on demand. Uh, Will Cruz defeated Nathan Cruz after Gia Adams uh, interfered. This brought Tonga out. Uh, this was then turned into a tag team match for later in the evening. Risa Rogan defeated Dean Hench. Powerhouse Blake and Big Guns Joe, uh, Wrecking Ball Reese and uh, Rogan bullied Big Joe for most of this match. Uh, eventually, Powerhouse Blake came in and then pulled up injured. Uh, this then left Big Guns Joe to deal with both Reese and Rogan by himself. Reese and Rogan beat uh, poor Big Guns Joe, but he was like, oh, and he tried to bring Powerhouse Blake back in. But no, Powerhouse Blake had been faking his injury, and he turned on Big Guns Joe. Uh, this was very, very good. Ace Matthews then took on uh, and defeated Jimmy McQuilly after some... Uh, Promos. It was Joseph Connors then came out, uh, delivered a promo. He was interrupted by uh, British veteran Darren Diablo. He's actually been wrestling a lot longer than a few years, uh, maybe over Joseph Connors. Uh, they talked back and forth before Connors just beat him and decided to make a match. And uh, Joseph Connors picked up the win in a solid down where they are, Diablo got spurts. Uh, a fantastic match between Tom Farewell and Jet Marshall in a uh, Youth in Revolt tournament semi-finals match. This was two fantastic young competitors putting on a great display of incredible athletic, fast race-paced uh, wrestling. Tom Farewell picked up the win. Big, big fan of Farewell. Jet Marshall uh, looks good as well. 
Then it was Tonga versus and Will Cruz uh, versus Gia Adams and Nathan Cruz after what happened earlier in the night. Tonga and Cruz were able to pick up the win in a very, very strong match. Uh, Tonga and Cruz looked very, very good. Uh, but Adams and Cruz and the other Cruz also looked very, very good. But it was Cruz and Tonga who won. Uh, then it was RKJ versus Man Like Doris uh, in an excellent match. Uh, really, really strong match. One of the best Man Like Doris matches I've seen. RKJ did pick up the win. Uh, after the match, he called out Joseph Connors. And, of course, they will be having that match at No Gods, No Monsters in just a short while. Overall, solid show. I would give this show three and a half. Mm. Right then. That was right. a lot of reviews. Yeah. We'll call this one the review show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's go on to shows that you can go and see this weekend and week coming. We'll start off on Friday with one that I keep thinking, should I go to, should I not? I'm not sure if I'm free or not, but it is... I believe the, the Tribal Chief will be going to this show. Ah, this I is, think, of I'm course... I'm sure he told us, I uh, said he was going to this one. We'll have to find out. This is, of course, Sacrifice Pro Wrestling versus Ultim Ultimate British Wrestling, UBW versus Sacrifice in Bedford at Bedford Football Club. Starting off with Jack Cade versus Sassy Bear Clarence. We will then have the team for Sacrifice Pro Wrestling of Kent Nelson, Roy Johnson, CJ Carter, Mia Cortez and Kai Payne versus the UBW team of Adonis Payne, Ricky Calvert, David Grant, Percy Trainer, and the new UBW champion Truman Roswell. Warren Banks is doing an open challenge. Los Palominos, Frankie Vegas and Danny Mayhem will be taking on the Thunder Express, Jackson Hart and Leo Edwards. The 8-7, Roy Johnson and Alexander Roth will take on the reckless old youths of Jack Cave and Tim Lee. Should be a fun show. And uh, Alexander Roth versus Hustle Malone versus Billy Gray versus Smashy Mike and Cole Kingsley versus Charles Rowley. I missed that one. You missed those, and he did. Uh, and uh, Roy Johnson and Alexander Ross seem to be pulling double duty. Uh, during that, uh, we always made sure it was uh, Sacrifice Pro Wrestling guys first, and UBW guys in the second. Okay, uh, Saturday, 26th of uh, February, Reach Wrestling are at the Guildhall in... Plymouth and his broad Guildhall. It is Eddie Ryan versus Jason King, Ellie LA Taylor versus Aurora Tevers versus Echo Reed versus Ruby, four incredibly talented young women. Uh, Big Country and Fox Kean uh, will take on Grayson Reeves and Bullet. Nick Riley will be facing Harrison, man like Bino Bennett. Charlie Sterling will be taking on Joel Redman, Lucian Phillips versus Lance Cole, and there will be an Academy Battle Royal solid uh, guard. Charlie Sterling versus Joel Redman, that should be fantastic. Indeed, and uh, Nick Ryan and Eddie Ryan, of course, on the card. Big names. Yeah. Speaking of big names, Raynham Championship Wrestling Alliance, the RCWA, Paul Robinson versus Kelly Six, two of the stalwarts of the English scene. MOS versus Tim Lee, Callie Gray versus Darcy Stone, 
Evan Lee United versus the Lads, CJ Carter versus Maverick Mayhew, and Ash Draven versus David Reckham. Indeed, uh, that is CJ Carter's first defence of the Elite One Championship. And the Evan Lee United versus Lads should be very, very entertaining. Future wrestling, F U T R wrestling, that is. Uh, they got the Fast and the Furious. Uh, uh, that is Hustle Malone versus Xander Zulu. Kia versus the JOC versus Jack Nudson versus Cardinal. Kyle Kingsley versus Benjamin Harlan. Brett Myers versus David Grant. And Warwick's versus Mark Sanders. And then the matches, uh, the, the, and then the show that I am going to be at Phenomenal Elite Wrestling's Brave New World in Stratford upon Avon. We have the Women's Championship match, Rio versus Lucia Lee versus TBC. Warren Banks versus Martin Kirby is going to be their kickoff match, and I am so looking forward to that. Big Guns Joe versus Jim Diehard. Dexter versus Shaykel Sharm. Danny Black versus Jason Joshua versus Just Joe Lando versus Hood, not Hook. Hood. Laurie versus Mia Cortez and Alfie. And the Golden Ticket Rumble, where we will see 15 people in a Rumble match to win a chance to take on the champion at a time of their choosing. Indeed. And of course, the Warren Banks, Big Guns Show, uh, sorry, Warren Banks, Mark Kirby, Big Guns Show, Jim Dyer, Dexter versus Sheikel Sharm are qualifying matches, uh, which will end up in a triple threat for the men's championship. Yes. Body Slam Pro Wrestling in Denmark. Alice Inc. versus Vaughn Vertigo. Sensor Volto versus Carlos Zamora. Jonathan Gresham versus Emeritus. Sunshine Machine versus Randers Pagney. Uh, and more all in action. And that is a uh, Scandi Foundation show in uh, Denmark. Should be a great show. On Sunday the 27th, ICW are having their Fight Club tapings in Glasgow. Confirmed so far are Rio versus Molly Spartan, Andy Wilde versus Sheikh El Sham, BT Gunn versus Martin Kirby, and Daz Black versus Theodorus. That's got to be the biggest threat to Daz Black Zero G Championship so far. And, uh, and then, of course, Rev Pro UK, Robbie X's return in St. Neots, uh, plus Luke Jacobs versus Alex Cochran, that should be an absolute fantastic match. That's one that I will certainly be looking forward to. Uh, and then you've got Modern Nomad Pro Wrestling on Tuesday. Uh, a couple of matches announced so far, but loads of incredible talent. And that's in Manchester at the Frog and Bucket. So make sure you check that out. They are also in Cardiff on Friday, but no matches have been announced. Let's move on to a further roundup of British wrestling news. Yeah, because there's still more news to go through. Soft Wrestling have announced that Simon Miller will be part of their first show on October 1st in Manchester. Sovereign have been announcing a lot of people, so Simon Miller is a big announcement for them. Mm. Art of Combat have announced their final match for their debut show on the 5th of March 2022. It will be Man Lake Therese versus Visage versus Tommy Kyle. Should be an absolute entertaining match, I'll put that one. Uh, Pinfall Wrestling have announced Gauntlet Games uh, for the 27th of March in Salford. Uh, two names have been confirmed for the Gauntlet Games so far, and that is CJ Carter and Cameron Solis. Triumph Pro Wrestling will return on the 12th um, of March in Shafford 100, 
with volume three, third time lucky, where Corey McRae will challenge Ashley Dunn for the Triumph Championships. This will be McRae's third attempt to win the Triumph Championship. Will it truly be third time lucky? Indeed. Slam Masters Wrestling, uh, they have announced the full lined up for We Better Get a Bigger Room. Didn't progress to a show to call that. Anyway, in Padu, no, we're going to need a bigger room. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> semantics. Uh, in Badu in Wales uh, on the 6th of March, Joel Redman versus Martin Grant, Mariah May versus Chantel Jordan, Elijah versus Man Like Darice, Mickey Fine versus Big D, Danny Duncan, Jess Gardner, and Alex Van versus Kurt Axelis, L. Day James. Also, L.D. James and James Ellis. D.O.A. Wrestling. Amira Blair will make her return to D.O.A. on the 26th of March. She faces off with Lola LaRue in Peterborough at D.O.A.'s Danger Zone. And the Superstar Pro Wrestling has announced the first matchup for their Slam Jam show on the 19th of March as Alexis Falcon takes up, takes on Rising Star, Lucy Sky. Our friends at Lancashire Wrestling Federation will return on the 12th of March with Slamaganza. The number one contender, Sonna Durson, will team with Reynaldo. The new LWF women's champion, Jenny B, will be there, as will the Lancashire Wrecking Crew, Dave Getsky and Chris Stone, and Nick Cutter. Indeed, we were at their last show. It was absolutely fantastic. That's Sonna Durson, number one contender's match in particular. This should be a great show. Excellent atmosphere. Get yourself down to Lancashire Wrestling Federation. Surely. Fight Nation Wrestling, another show that I'm going to be going to, has announced that Alex Windsor will be taking it on Chantel Jordan. This will be a first time ever for Fight Nation. Um, This will be at Strong on the 13th of March in Milton Keynes. It's debuts for both girls, and I think it's the first time they've ever faced off in a singles competition. Excellent. I'm glad I will be there for it. Indeed. Uh, Catch Pro Wrestling, the next Monday night Catch Pro show has been announced for the 7th of March. Three incredible matches have been announced so far, although one will be changed. It was originally going to be Chris Ridgway versus Dean Allmark, but as we said, uh, hopefully Chris Ridgway uh, recovers well from his injury, but probably not in time, certainly not in time for this no. match. Uh, Brady Phillips will then be taking on Kevin Lloyd, Sexy Kev. This should be an absolutely fantastic uh, match. I'm a big fan of both of these guys. Then you've got pure beef of Will Cruz and Powerhouse Blake versus the pure muscles of Synergy, Troy Ryan and Anderson Daniels. World Association of Wrestling, the WAW have announced two huge matchups for their live show at the WAW Performance Centre on the 2nd of April. Eric Young, yes, that Eric Young, versus Zach Zodiac, who's dropped a hell of a lot of weight recently and is looking fantastic. And PJ Knight versus Roy Knight. Indeed. Uh, let's kick off some uh, news from across the pond over in Europe. Body Slam Pro Wrestling. Emerson Jane will be making her debut for the Danish based promotion on the April 2nd, which I believe is their all women's show. Uh, she will be appearing alongside Betty Rose and Regina Rosendahl. Uh, Body Slam have had to vacate the championship title with former champion Peter Oslander needing time to focus on his health and family. Uh, I'd like to hear him. 
Primetime Wrestling in Poland have announced that David Bradshaw and Santina Morella will be their English language commentary team for the Blackout Show, which took place this Saturday just come. I want to hear that. I want to see the show. I really do. <laughs> Joe Hendry's on the show as well, so I'm going to find a way to watch this because I want to hear David Bradshaw do commentary alongside Santino Morella. It could be good fun. Um, uh, WXW Germany, uh, Dennis Cash, Dolan and Peter T. Honey have taken up the final two remaining spots in this year's WXW Germany after they won their individual box at Rude 216 Carat on the 19th of February. I'm surprised. These are two names that I did not pick uh, to be part of the show. Maybe I should have. They are international talents. Dennis Kastulin from Sweden. Peter Tihanier representing Hungary. Uh, I was expecting the German pair of Anil Marek and Norman Harris to go through. Uh, the show will be available, ro- sorry, Road to 16 Carat will be available to watch next week in both Germany and English on WXW Now. I will be watching this because I really want to see Peter T. Honey qualify a guy I've been very, very high on uh, over the last few weeks. Passion Pro from Hungary have so far announced Senza Volta's return, Tenqua and Bentz Toff as part of the Passion 4 show on April 10th. Uh, Passion Pro Wrestling have also announced that their showcase match at the WXW 16 Carat Weekend is going to be Maverick and Tamas Sasbo versus the Gullius Brothers. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Gullius's uh, brother. I've, I've, I've only seen uh, Olsik, who's absolutely amazing, the young bull of the village. Uh, I've never seen his brother. I look forward to seeing the Gullius brothers as a tag team. Uh, should be absolutely fantastic. Passion Pro is usually available for free on YouTube with English commentary by Dave Bradshaw. Uh, and I've put on some great shows in the past, so I will probably try to go out of my way and watch this. Ah! I tell you what, we've got two huge shows to review next week uh, that are available right now on Powered 4 TV. So if you want to watch these shows along with us ahead of our review of these shows next week, you can do so by signing up to Powered 4 TV using the promotional code TPOD, T-E-A, P-O-D, this will give you one month completely free use and you'll be able to watch the two shows that we will be reviewing next week. Dan has actually already seen one of these shows. Uh, He was there live, so I will be watching it on here and giving my version of events and we'll be comparing it notes. Uh, That is FNW's Rise of the Kingdom show. Uh, Also available on uh, Powered 4 TV right now is TNT Ignition show Sky's the Limit. Uh, which we will be watching. Of course, Dan gave the uh, review of uh, last week's edition, TNT Extremes, DOA, Dead or Alive, which is available on there right now, as well as the Wrestle Island Red Light, Green Light show, and Resident in Hinkley's Fear of Falling 2022. Uh, And you'll be able to watch all of these shows and more available on Power4 TV uh, for free for 30 days if you sign up using the promotional code T-P-O-D, T-E-A-P-O-D. Dan, anything else? 
No. All right. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this show. And remember, folks, don't feed the trolls.